the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, Russ, I know that you're not as big of a baseball guy as I am, but uh, this just breaking. The San Francisco Giants have just acquired Andrew McCutcheon from the, Pits- from the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's a surprise. Didn't hear, didn't, didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah. So that's going to be, it's going to be interesting to say the least. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, I think catchers and pitchers report in about four weeks for spring training. I'm ready for baseball, brother. Cause I'm about 83 days away from the uh, opening of the season here in central Arkansas. Well, that would be pretty close to what's ever going to happen. Major leagues too, you know? So bottom line is this, is that I can't wait. That's the best way I can put it. I, you know, be a Cub fan now. It's, yeah. You can't wait to not, lose again. It's not false hope. Can't wait to, as a Cardinal fan, I wouldn't be saying that too loud. All right. About uh, the losing part. <laughs> keep, keep talking. <laughs> I do. I am now I'm for, for a change. I get to talk about it as far as winning goes. All right. Let's get Matt Hurt is here. He is with the grassroots leadership Academy with uh, Americans for prosperity. And we're going to talk a little bit with him. Uh, I want to remind you that tonight, big night, uh, over at the, uh, the barbecue place, whole hog over on Markham starts at what? Six. Starts at 6. 6 yes, o'clock. So uh, I've already told Elizabeth to save me a seat. I'll be over there as soon as I can get out of the studio and make my way over there. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Let me just ask you something, Matt. When you talk to people now about economics, because that's what you zero in on, mm-hmm. do you even use the word capitalism anymore? You know, I think that in my personal capacity, I try to use the the phrase free enterprise. Yes, uh, because I think I think politicians have 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 ruined the the term capitalism, uh, and what we see in state capitals in Washington oftentimes is not capitalism. No, it's corporatism. Mm-hmm, we see a lot of that, and here the bad part is is that the people who would probably be great believers in capitalism don't have a viable definition to work with. And they think what they're seeing going on where a company comes in and says, you know what? Yeah, we think that we should have national health care. And guess what? We'll help you write the law and it won't bother us all that much. We'll give up some money, but our competition, they can't do it as well as we can. So it's really going to cost them. A, a state senator from Montana a couple of years ago when I was out there doing training said that when when he's in session in in the state capitol, nobody comes to him to ask for fewer regulations, fewer taxes, uh, fewer government programs, unless they are Americans for Prosperity or Americans for Prosperity Foundation activists. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense to me. I've I've worked with AFP now. Gosh, I got to go back. I think it's two thousand four, two thousand five, somewhere in that area when Teresa Oki was running the ship here for a while, and and we had some other great folks in there and. They brought Andrew Breitbart in several times, and I got to know Andrew. And, um, you know, it's, it's, they really believe in 
freedom for capitalists, you know? And Dave, one of the great things, particularly about the Grassroots Leadership Academy in, in states like Arkansas, where I'm from in Tennessee, uh, is we have folks who are, who are they're conservative or libertarian or they believe in small government, and, and we're providing those opportunities not only to educate them, but to educate their friends and neighbors in in what I jokingly term a safe space, you know, in, in these in these trainings like tonight at the Whole Hog out out right, west of town, right. uh, and it's it's been a, an absolute blast to see what people can do when they learn about the principles of of free enterprise and of a free and open society, and how they can go and change their community and change their state. So you tell me, is is it just because? And I'm I'm going to zero in on the millennials. I've got my snowflake here in in the <laughs> studio that they've just not been taught. I've got to believe it's that they are ignorant of what free markets do because if they knew what capitalism and free markets have done of raising people out of poverty, there's no possible way they could be against it. And and that's exactly what we're hitting on tonight. And and what I've seen on campus, you know, I graduated in 2009 and working with college students for, for a while, uh, it's not being taught. Uh, however, there are organizations, there are tremendous organizations like Generation Opportunity Institute, uh, Young Americans for Liberty that are providing resources to students that teach them about, uh, you know, Western philosophy, classical liberalism, free enterprise and capitalism. And they're going out and some of them are staying in higher ed. They're getting their advanced degrees and becoming professors. Good for them. And and some of them are going out and creating value in the marketplace. All right. So tonight uh, for the meeting that we're having tonight over at Whole Hog, that's going to be at six o'clock. Uh, it's free to come to. It's absolutely free. All right. So should they go to Eventbrite to, to sign in or can they just show up now? You can just show up. I mean, we would appreciate it if, if you went to Eventbrite and, and found the event and registered beforehand. Uh, we will get you registered if you if you show up, you run out of time and you can't register at home. We'll get all that squared away. All you have to do is, is come hungry and, uh, and and we'll talk about what, what free enterprise looks like, what prosperity looks like, not only in the United States but across the globe. What, wait a second, are you telling me that you're going to feed me whole hog barbecue tonight? Look, I will go anywhere for pulled pork, uh, anywhere across the country. And, and being, being right here, I'm going to have some. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where we understand that when people come out, when volunteers or activists come out to our events, they're putting aside whatever they're doing at home. They're, they're maybe leaving work early or they're, you know, they're, they're bringing the kids with them. And there's a lot of trade-offs that, that activists have to, have to consider. And so as a show of appreciation, you know, we're going to feed you dinner oh. uh, and we'll have a program for you. I'm, and I'm, I'm mildly entertaining. Yeah, you're going to be talking tonight. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to just touch on some of the things that he's going to talk about because I don't want to give it to you now. And then you go and get it, a double dose of it later, although that's not a bad thing because you can't remember everything that you hear uh, on the radio. But uh, that means you can get some great, some of that great whole hog barbecue potato salad. Mm. Have you ever had your potato salad? I haven't had the potato. Oh, dude, you, you get ready. It's worse than crack. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I don't need to be in a coma. To, oh it, to, no, to I won't put you. In, I'm gonna put you in a coma, but you, you'll be coming back to Little Rock a lot, so you can get your get your fix as far as that concerns. So talk a little bit about. Let's just hit the high points. What are some of the things that we're going to deal with this evening? You know, I'm going to lay out uh, a little bit of a concern here in the United States. We are no longer in the top 10 of the most politically and economically free nations. That's scary in and of itself. According to both the Heritage Foundation here stateside and the Fraser Institute in Canada, they do an annual economic freedom index, and we have slipped. And uh, uh, we are tied with Canada, but we're behind some pretty shocking countries, so we'll talk about that. But really, we'll talk more about what it's like 
uh, what economic freedom provides in the way of greater well-being for all, for you and me, Dave, for the, for the folks paying taxes out there and, and, and driving home from work today, uh, to those people who are the, the least well-off in our, in our society. Okay. And those S-holes. That we've about. <laughs> you know, I think I think a, a rising tide lifts all boats. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, and and in some of those nations, which 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 are are clawing themselves up in, into the developed status, uh, even even trade with those nations and 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 empowering those individuals to go out and achieve their dreams will will certainly improve the status of a, of a lot of countries. Yeah. Yeah, and to be able to raise yourself up like like that means that you have to have a government that believes in the individual. Gets the, it gives the individual the opportunity to better themselves. And one of the factors that the Fraser Institute takes into consideration is the rule of law. Uh, when laws are passed in Arkansas or in Washington, does the government uphold those laws? Are those laws written to favor the politically connected? Uh, you know, my uh, a big supporter of this organization, a guy named Charles Koch, says that we have a two-tiered society and that there, there are those who are politically connected, and they get their friends in state capitals and in Washington to write laws that benefit them. And, and we're out here, you know, fighting for, fighting for the little guy who doesn't have that level of representation. Well, you know the man behind Standard Oil, right? Mm-hmm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. He said the only time that he got involved in politics and buying off politicians is when they got involved in his business. And what is what is unfortunate, especially for those well-meaning folks who maybe aren't as politically active as, as you or, or as me, is is politics is happening to them, yes, whether they is. realize it or not, and and whether they they see the direct benefits or the negative effects of of political uh, meddling, and so it's so important for those folks who are who are sitting on the couch tonight, uh, who are frustrated about what's going on, or maybe they feel pretty good about what's going on, um, to get up and do something. Yeah, when you look at you, you you think about what I just said, there were other businesses as he was in the oil business. Mm-hmm. that were buying off politicians to make it more difficult for him to do business. And so he started paying off people to block what the other people were trying to do. And, and what we've got, particularly in the 36 states where we are, are 10,000, right now more than 10,000 grassroots leadership academy trained activists who care about freedom, who care about true capitalism, free enterprise, and they are talking to their legislators. They, many of them or some of them are even running for office themselves. Uh, for the first time, you know, I ran for office when I was 19 in 2006, and <laughs> I got it out of the way. Is ben so, Shapiro, your uh, brother? <laughs> no, not quite. Okay. But he's, All right. You know, he's got some. He's got some good things. But but you know, channeling those energies into productive activities. Because what I can tell you right now, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, over the weekend doing a legislative training with about 20 activists, and there was a, a gentleman in the room who said, you know. A state representative will pick up the phone and will take notice when two or three or five constituents call him. Uh, so, you know, the guest you had on uh, in the last segment, I guarantee if he gets five calls from, from constituents, he's going to know that there's something up in the district and people are concerned about an issue. Trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, because, they're, you know, people typically don't pick up the phone. If he gets three letters, that really carries some weight. Absolutely. I've, I keep, you know, I keep thank you notes in my backpack and write handwritten thank you notes because mm-hmm. it's so uncommon. But absolutely communicating with your legislator and being organized and thoughtful about that process. I know it's, it's essentially a budget session this year uh, in Arkansas, but, but having, having a say in that. And we teach that's some of the things that we teach is how to get involved, how to show up at the Capitol and make the case for the, for the issues you care about. How, how important is it for a person not only to understand who the legislators are, but how the legislature works. I just had 
State Representative Stephen Meeks on, and we were talking about the budget. And so he was going through one of their meetings and how convoluted it all can get. But it's all it's important for all of us to understand kind of how a how a bill is made and how it is passed and all of that. And yes, it's a true statement. It's a whole lot like watching sausage get mm-hmm. made and it's not very pretty. It isn't and and a lot of people, you know, a lot of your listeners are working 40, 60, 80 hours a week and they don't have a lot of time for this kind of thing. But, you know, learning the process, finding an ally, finding a friendly state representative, I guarantee you in most states where we are, I would even say all of them, uh, there's a state representative or a state senator who is a champion on the issues you care about, and he or she will be an ally, will tell you the process if you don't know it. Uh, and then there are activists who, who've been around a long time. You know, you talk about uh, Teresa, uh, who's, who's been involved in Arkansas politics for a long time. She's a, she's a great resource here. Um, she knows a lot about the process. And there, there are people who we don't have to reinvent the wheel or we don't have to try and try and try until we get it right because there are people who have come before us uh, and, and gotten it right. And that's some of the training we provide. You know, our team at, at the Grassroots Leadership Academy, it's about 25 folks who have worked on campaigns in the past. Mm-hmm. They've run state operations. They are from the educational. They have an educational background, principal of a charter school. And we put together programming that makes sense, that's easy to consume, and that allows someone to go from that event and go and take action in, in the community where they live. All right. We'll get back. We'll talk further with Matt. Going to have him touch on some of the, the high points again about what he'll be talking about tonight. And whether you're a believer in capitalism or the free market makes no difference at all about coming to this. Come and if you've got an open mind and at least you'll listen, I would suggest it's not a waste of time for you to show up and to check out what's being said. You just might learn something. You know, everything you know about claiming your Social Security benefits have been turned upside down because every year the federal government changes the rules on you and new rules uh, for claiming your benefits go into effect. And that means your decisions that you're going to be making uh, could cost you tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime benefits that are rightfully yours, higher taxes, increased Medicare premiums. Get the facts in the updated 2018 guide to Social Security from David Lucas of the David Lucas Show. You hear him right here Saturdays, 10 and 3 on 96.5 FM, The Answer. This simple and easy-to-read guide is packed full of up-to-date information For 2018, that can help you avoid losing tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime benefits. And remember, those are benefits that you have coming. You've been giving your money uh, to the Social Security Fund, uh, you know, and and with trust that you're going to get your money back. To get your free 2018 guide to Social Security, be one of the first 10 callers right now, 501-653-6690. That number again, 501-653. Five three sixty six ninety. Okay, so you've uh, our guest Matt Hurt, and he's with the Grassroots Leadership Academy of AFP. That's Americans for Prosperity. Uh, they're holding a special event tonight, and it starts at six. It'll be done by eight. You'll be able to get home before the weather gets real bad or anything like that. I highly recommend you come, and you're going to get a free dinner out of it. And uh, they're not going to be selling you a timeshare. Uh, they're going to give you some really good information uh, that you can use to hopefully, you know, we all would like to turn, you know, the Titanic, that's the U.S. government around. 
But how about we just get the PT-109 turned around, which is the state of Arkansas? Uh, As I always say here on the show, the best government that you can affect is the government that is the closest to you. That would be your school board, your quorum court, your city government, your state government. You got much more power there than you have with four congressmen and a couple of senators. Absolutely. So here's the place that you can fight. And uh, right now with the president we have and the Congress that we have, so to speak, uh, you know, the whole, the whole federalism thing is kind of in, in vogue right now. Uh, I don't know if you remember this name or not, Steve Goldsmith. He used to be mayor of Indianapolis and okay. he was big on federalism. And uh, he was the one who preached that to me all the time. And it just makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's kind of what you're doing, isn't it? By going to these, you're just doing, are you just in basically Mississippi, Tennessee and in uh, Arkansas? So Americans for Prosperity Foundation is in 36 states. And in October, I was in Alaska. Uh, I've been all over the country providing these trainings. We, uh, as far out as Nevada and, and Montana and Alaska and, and then up in those New England states, red states and blue states alike. Uh, you know, I did an event in New Jersey, which is very similar I'm to sorry. tonight's event. Hey, it was it was it was great. Wall Township. <laughs> the people of Monmouth County are are are, are nice. Uh, they just sound a bit different than us. Yeah, well, and, of course. <laughs> but uh, but really, the the important takeaway is is not everybody is is Dave Ellswick. Not everybody has uh, has has a mic and and, and an antenna. Uh, but you can you can make an impact. You can go in your community in your HOA. Uh, at the city council level and organize a few of your friends and, and really make a tremendous impact. All right. So, you know, my friends, I got a couple of friends that are going to be there tonight. Uh, I'm going to be over there tonight. I don't know if I'll stay for the whole thing. You're going to be kind of preaching to the choir with me, but there's going to be, hopefully, uh, from what I understand, there's people that are bringing their friends that maybe haven't been all that involved in politics. Mm-hmm. And as you said, whether you're involved in politics or not, politics are involved with you. Uh, I just, I would like to be there kind of being, being an an evangelical Christian. I would love to see somebody get converted from being a socialist to being a capitalist. You know, I had a a Bernie Sanders supporter (laughs) in an event one time that was almost very similar to this one. And, And at the end, he said, you know, I've never really thought about these issues from this perspective. And, and it does. It takes an open mind. We've got friends, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner is always a fun time with my family because I have a, a liberal aunt. And, and particularly as it circles around election time, you know, she gets, she gets real chatty about that. Uh, but it's a great opportunity to meet some new friends, meet some old friends, and, and, and to find somebody who, uh, who cares just, um, just as much about freedom and liberty as you do. That's good. It's kind of interesting the, the whole thing, by the way, for your aunt, it should be interesting the next time that you all get together because see how many times she says Oprah. <laughs> she was quiet at Christmas. Well, <laughs> Oprah wasn't in the, in the mm-hmm. talk yet. Now mm-hmm. now it's going to be. Uh, as you look, I'm I'm excited because I just saw, I don't know if we made it or not. We still got a little, well, it's not open today, is it? That was the numbers from Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're only about, what was it, about 27 points from hitting 26,000? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be fun there, uh, Russ. You know, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep it on uh, Wells Fargo where my 401k is, so I can see it click up a little bit more. And and one of the things about that, and particularly tax reform, which just happened, is more Americans are going to have more money to put. 
toward retirement and investing and savings and the projects they want to engage in. And and many times we don't make that connection that it is public policy that 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 allows us to do that. And so when something is passed that's beneficial, it's our responsibility to go and educate not only the people who, who tend to agree with us, but those who don't as well. Do you find it – well, I'll let you answer this when we come back. I'll, I'll pose the question and you answer when we come back. Do you find it as disingenuous to you as I do it to me when you've got uh, the minority leader of the House saying that the companies are only giving their workers crumbs from what has happened, that what uh, the president's done, as though a couple hundred extra dollars uh, a pay, uh, during a month of a paychecks or uh, getting a $1,000 bonus as though it makes no difference whatsoever. We're going to come back and talk about this here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We have Fox News coming our way. We'll get caught up on that, and then we'll return. Uh, Matt Hurt is here from AFP. All right, 25 minutes until 4 at 6 o'clock over at Whole Hog Barbecue in West Little Rock. That's right off of Markham and Bowman. Uh, you'll be able to sit down at 6, have a meal, and then uh, be able to hear Matt, who's on the show today, from AFP and the Grassroots Leadership Academy, speak about um, how to make changes that uh, conservatives really want to see made. And smaller government is one of them. And, uh, you know, making some different changes in how much money we're we're spending on government is uh, the other. What's the first thing that you try to teach everybody uh, Matt, at this uh, particular uh, event. So the power of, of economic freedom, which we'll be talking about tonight, is really how to humanize these policies. Because oftentimes, and, and, and look, I'll, I'll admit And Republicans it, do a terrible job of this. Conservatives, libertarians, Republicans, folks on the right really, in many instances, have a problem articulating not only the human consequences of bad public policy, but the benefits of, of good public policy. So we're going to put a human face on those issues uh, talk about how to personalize them and uh, and really how to go and be uh, an, an evangelical for uh, the free and open society that allows people to achieve their American dreams. And so, uh, you know, one of the one of the big Sorry. things that no, we're, we're good, it's, it's that it's the post lunch. You know, I had I had pizza today from from Vino's it was fantastic. And, uh, and and I'm feeling it, too. But but being able to, again, humanize and talk about these issues is is so important because it, it's not necessarily the door-to-door game or the phone bank game that, that your candidates engage in. It's those conversations before church. It's the conversations in line at the grocery store, conversations at the soccer field when you're watching your kids play, where we can change hearts and minds, where people find a trusted source in the community, and they say, wow, I didn't know you believed in these values and these principles. Um, I'm going to take another look at them. Yeah, and the other thing being a lot of people think that – a person that they've hung out with for a long time have the same thought processes as they do. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've never talked about those things. And when you do, you find out they're way out in left field somewhere. Oh yeah. Pew research right before the election released a poll that suggested 31% of Trump voters didn't know a Hillary voter or wasn't close friends. And 47% of Hillary voters didn't know a Trump voter. And so we're not talking to each other. Uh, and I live in Arlington, Virginia. I'm from outside Nashville, Tennessee. And and I tell you what, 17% of people in Arlington voted for the guy who's president now. 
So I live in a community that is very different than than a lot of the views that that I espouse or I talk about. And I go out of my way to reach out to my friends across the aisle to see where where they are on the issues and where we can find common ground. Well, you can typically find some common ground. Mm-hmm. I, in my heart, I got to believe that the other side does want to do some good things for our country, but you got to find what those good things are that you can work together on. I think most people are well-meaning. They want the, the least of these in our community to be taken care of. Uh, across the political spectrum, and so it's it's how we best best do that. Do communities do that better than government? Does business and education do that better than government? I think so, uh, Dave. I would I would assume that that you believe so as well. And and so making the case in the community with with our friends on the left or friends across the spectrum uh, gives us that opportunity to talk about these issues. All right. Now we when we left, we talked about uh, some different things. I said I'd let you pick it up uh, from there. When you've gone out and talked to people, you were telling me during a during a break that at the time when we were talking about the tax cuts, they were talking about $80 a month mm-hmm. for the average paycheck. Now they're talking two, $300 for the average worker or at least 90% of the workers out there. What are you hearing from workers about how their lives will change if they get that extra money? And really what kicked off this question in the summer was a reporter from New York saying a thousand dollars, that's pennies, you know, no big deal at all. Well, we got the, the mi- minority leader of the house, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. saying it's crumbs. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about that, it's, it, that's about 80 bucks a month. And, and I started asking activists, what would you do with an additional $80 a month? And it's really fascinating. Uh, you know, pe- people would, would save more money. They would, they would, you know, go to the doctor more. They would, you know, pay off their car quicker. They would go on vacation with their children. Uh, and so, again, it's, it's humanizing these policies where, you know, a 100-page bill or a 1,000-page bill in Washington, a lot of people don't think about what that means. But when you see on your withholding you've got 200 extra bucks in your paycheck, that's a big deal for people outside of what I call the, the D.C., New York City, Asela Corridor. Okay, because it, it really is. Um, I, see, I see the people in the Northeast and stuff poo-poo this stuff. But the, the average American, I got to believe, if you got – Let's just say it's two twenty-five. Mm-hmm. All right, that you get in your paycheck extra a month. Two twenty-five buy quite a few groceries. Mm-hmm. Two twenty-five buy quite a bit of gas. Two twenty-five. If you add if you save it up, take your family on a vacation or out to the movies a few times. I mean that that's tangible stuff that the average Joe and Joette can do. And not a lot of people have the time to sit and think about what happens when the policies change. And so one of the great things that Americans for Prosperity Foundation does is engage in a campaign called It's Working. So when a state passes a policy that that, that, that we believe is the best path forward, um, It's Working goes out and then educates people about how that, uh, how that policy is, is impacting their lives. Yeah, I, now I know that the Koch brothers both feel a lot like I do as well about uh, when you talk about regulations, mm-hmm. uh, regulations do nothing more than strangle business, mm-hmm. throwing a wet blanket on business on, and, and Obamacare was the worst of the worst. Uh, I just heard a figure the other day that, uh, when the, when the, uh, president was running for election, said they wanted to, uh, for every regulation that was passed, they wanted to get rid of three. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the number is really? What what is the number today? It is now for every regulation that has been passed, they've gotten rid of twenty two. 
It's it's really amazing. And a lot of those, again, many of those regulations sort of have a nebulous context. Like, how does this impact me in Little Rock if I want to start a small business? Um, but you go you go to the city and, and you try to file for permits and you get permission and you realize that there is a lot of red tape. Yeah, there is. Uh, to go and, and, and achieve your American dream. And all those permits cost you something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're peeling off dollars for all of that. It's and taking billions of dollars out of the economy that could yes. be used to, to create more jobs that, that get tied up in government. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an, I think we're living in a very exciting time now. Like I said, we're close to 26000 on the stock market. Uh, I'm excited about that, but I'm excited about for these small businesses, these pass-throughs are going to see like a 15 or 17% drop in their tax uh, taxes. They're going to have more money to do a lot of things with. Business should continue to just keep revving up. Well, and you've seen uh, in the last few weeks uh, organizations, businesses that have said, we're going to give bonuses, we're going to hire you know, more employees, we're going to have the starting salary be, be higher than it was, all because of the, the stimulant effect of, of tax reform, and more people need to hear about that. Doesn't that drive you crazy when you hear these $1,000? I, I, if I owned a business, I'd be... I I would be embarrassed just to give my worker a thousand dollar bonus, uh, except maybe they have 55,000 employees. But the key is, is that would they have turned it down? Would you, if somebody offered you a thousand bucks, would it put you a, put a smile on your face if they handed it to you? I would think about 99% of the people it would. You know, I I think about my sister who is uh, raising my niece, four year old niece, and who's a hairstylist outside Nashville. And I think about what she could do with $1,000 and providing for Ariel, my niece, and, and, and providing a better life. And absolutely, those, those are real dollars to people who are, who are working hard out here. What could she do with maybe $2,500 over the course of a year? Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. You can buy a car or take put, on a car payment or whatever. Put that in an educational savings account. Yep. And in, in anything, so many opportunities. And I think, again, humanizing, personalizing, and making these the, the benefits of good public policy real to the people um, is, is a tremendous benefit. Tr- I'll tell you what, if I only got $5 back every month, I'd still smile some because that's my money. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. my money. Give me my money. You know, <laughs> I mean, I listen to you know, Pelosi and she talks like it's her money. It's the government month. It's the government. Why would you want to give the people $250 a month in their paycheck? Uh, they can spend it for themselves. Yeah. There's a fundamentally different view of, about there's whose a disconnect. Money mm-hmm. There's a total disconnect. They're the people who think they know more than we do and they can spend our money better than we can. And I always remind people, anybody that will tell you that, uh, you know, the government can do better. Understand if the government controls your, uh, checkbook, uh, they, they control you. And for a long time, that's already been going on. And then you add in healthcare and it gets really bad at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the more the government controls, the worse off you are. Like, I don't believe the government is my friend. Never have believed that they're always taking money from me. <laughs> You know, I, I, let me take care of my family. The first money that comes out of my check should not be to take care of somebody else. Well, and Dave, when you ask yourself, you know, who are those who are least fortunate in our community? 
how best to to serve them. Is it through community organizations, yes. through church organizations, yes. or is it through government? <laughs> and and there's a, there's a different view. There's a reason why I give ten percent to my church every paycheck mm-hmm. because they can do it better than I can do it. Mm-hmm. They my church identifies the people that need help. My church makes sure that they need help, and then my church helps them. Mm-hmm. So I'm more than happy to give um, my ten percent, and in times I give more. All right, we got 14 minutes till. We can come back to Matt. We'll talk some more. Don't forget tonight, six o'clock, over at the Whole Hog Barbecue. That's on the corner of Markham and Bowman. Uh, you go over there. Uh, come inside. Should they just? Is there going to be somebody at the door? They can ask and say, "Yeah, where are you guys meeting at?" Or yeah, whatever? just walk in. We're in the we're in the back room, and and you'll be able to find us pretty easily. I, think. I didn't know if they're going to have you there in a like a. Statue of Liberty costume with holding a sparkler or something. We'll take know. some of these cardboard cutouts in the studio. <laughs> yeah. You, you feel, don't you feel at ease when you're in my studio? It's It's got a calming effect. It's got a calming effect. All right. It's Dave Ellswick's show. We'll be back. we got more. 96.5 FM, The Answer. And I just, uh, we're, we're firing off the uh, warning here. We're hearing that it's absolutely crazy at Walmart right now. So uh, that is our klaxon for bread and milk because we might actually get two inches of snow. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that that used to scare the living crap out of me at times. I was stationed on Guam. Of course, had a B-52 flight there. And you'd be sitting in the theater, and that sucker would go mm-hmm. off, and they had to run to their planes, you know, practice and and you, or at least you hoped it was a practice, <laughs> and get in their planes, fire them up, and sit there at the end of the runway. And if they started, t- if they started going down the runway, that's when you knew you had nine minutes left. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy. But that klaxon—that's you got the exact one, Ross. Good job, man. That sounded exactly like the one uh, for the uh, B fifty-two crews uh, back in the day when I was on Guam. All right, Matt is here. Matt Hurt. He's going to be speaking tonight. Again, with Americans for Prosperity, he's with the Grassroots Leadership Academy. He's going to be speaking to all of you about uh, the greatness of open markets, free market trade, and things of that nature, why it's the way to go, why it does great things for economies. Uh, he'll, he'll tell you about how we've lost our role in the top 10 as a free market country. Is Hong Kong still number one? It is still number one. Okay, I figured it would. And think about that. And that and and the Chinese control Hong Kong now, and they're still number one for freedom in a in a free market uh, type situation. So even uh, the freaking red Chinese understand that an open market works better than uh, a controlled market by the government. Let me just uh, say that uh, you were telling me it's a good idea for people to bring uh, some paper and a pen. You know, if, if, if you're coming out tonight, uh, that's one thing um, that you might want to bring pen and pad if you want to take notes. If not. Uh, you can connect with us online at grassrootsleadershipacademy.org. A lot of the resources are there uh, okay. and available. But if you take copious and vociferous notes, as I know a lot of your listeners like probably Elizabeth. do, uh, then you'll want to bring something to, <laughs> to, to write on and write with. I'll hear something about that. Yeah, Elizabeth <laughs> does all of our social media, and she listens in. And let me just tell you, she probably has quoted you a couple of times on some <laughs> tweets, just so people can know about that. Again, this is happening tonight over at Whole Hog uh, Barbecue. In West Little Rock, Markham and Bowman, uh, that corner uh, up uh, there by there's a there's a Mexican food place 
but we're going to be in the whole heart hall. Uh, Same as uh, Mardell's. Yeah, Mardell's. Thank you very much. And, and you know, Dave, if, if your listeners can't make it tonight, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of great things here in Arkansas all year. Ryan Norse is, is a fantastic state director. He's building a, building a great organization, a great team, and we're going to come back here in the next few months and, and, and provide more programming. Uh, and if, you, if you're outside of, of a political entity, if you're your own actor out there doing your own thing, you can even request us to come and speak to your organization. Oh, wow. That's uh, good. And, and, and like I said, we'll work with Ryan in Arkansas. We're working in, in 36 states to provide this kind of programming for activists. Yeah, just for everybody to understand, they don't back any kind of political candidate or anything like that. They are specifically out to teach people the greatness of free markets. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll work with anybody that's a free marketer. Is that correct? Ab- absolutely. Anybody can come in. Uh, our programming is open to, to all types. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, even like a socialist to walk in. So maybe they learn something about, about free enterprise. That would be great. I would love, I want to, <laughs> I want to see somebody convert it tonight. All right. I want to see a conversion, but yeah, I, I don't understand. Maybe you can explain it to me because you've been teaching it. When a socialist runs into somebody who can actually show them the facts of what of what a free market or capitalism does. I mean, when you look at capitalism, socialism, communism, there is no there is there's no comparison between the bottom two with capitalism. I mean, when I went to school, capitalism was taught like up at the very top, you know, if you had if I had a scale right now, if you could see me, next week you'll be able to because I had the cameras. I'm holding my 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 hand way up high. And then it was socialism and it was down towards, I'm about at the tabletop. And then when you said communism, it was on the floor. Yeah. Folks aren't learning that in, in no, the schools. they're not learning it at all. And so it, it is up to us in the community and, and, and us as an organization, as grassroots leadership Academy, you Dave and, and the folks who are listening to the show to go and, and be those beacons of, of a free enterprise of a free and open society. You know, I mean, how do you get around when you talk to people about they want everybody, quote, to be equal? Yeah, it's just it's equality of, of outcome is, is, is a terrible concept. And, and, and I think what we have to do is, is, is give people equal opportunity to go and achieve their American dream. And by doing that, we empower communities, we empower individuals to, to do what they want, so long as they're not harming someone else, to provide for themselves and their family and their community. All right, so Matt, will you be taking questions at the end of the uh, event tonight? Uh, oh, yeah, so it's from 6 to 8. I will, however, hang out as long as activists want to answer questions, to talk about future opportunities. And, of course, Ryan Norris and the team are going to be there to uh, to channel that energy into into productive activities. All right, so for folks that want to go, do, are they still, you still want them to go to Eventbrite right now? You can, yeah, you go to the Eventbrite, find the event, and uh, if not, we'll get you registered there at the door. Don't don't stress about showing up. If you haven't registered, it's fine. Just show up anyway. All right. Dinner at six. Presentation start what about six twenty five? Yeah, six twenty five, six thirty. Okay. You after you've had enough time to wolf yours down. That right? potato salad. Yeah, mean? I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> once you taste that potato salad, whole hog barbecue, uh, you're just not ever going to be able to go back. You're going to want to come to Little Rock all the time, just to have some potato salad. Matt, it's always a pleasure. Dave, I want to thank you for for what you've done here in the state uh, with your listeners and with Americans for Prosperity and the Foundation. Well, we're going to keep it up, man. We we haven't attained what we want yet, but we're working at it. We want smaller government. We haven't got there by a long shot. Mm -hmm. You heard what I was saying to the state representative before he left today. What was I pushing? 
small government. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, we'll uh, keep that in mind. I'll see you tonight. Thanks, Dave. Have a nice evening. All right. We'll be over at uh, Whole Hog. I hope you'll be there as well. Starts at 6 o'clock. I'll be there a little later because i got to leave here, make my way over there. Come on over and learn some stuff about open markets. Coming up, uh, Conduit for Action will join us. Brenda and Joe will be uh, joining us. we got things to talk about with them. Robert Steinbach, our legal beagle, will be with us in the final hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.